Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Rob. Yep, okay. So, talking about people who have uh, verbal tangents to Hannibal, we're talking about Hannibal King! Hannibal King. Hannibal King. King of the Hannibals. Yeah, do you know anything about Hannibal King? Nope. Do you think he is something that rhymes with Hannibal? He's cannibal. Maybe. Alright, Hannibal King. Uh, He's king of the cannibals. Um, He's from a small island in the South (laughs) Pacific. And uh, he's probably not very... uh, racially conscious um okay so he's cannibal um well, he doesn't have I mean, a name. i mean he could be could be a cannibal he doesn't have any kind of code name does he have a costume no I, in fact let me let me just ruin any speculation you have he looks like a white dude looks <laughs> so it's a white guy in like a suit you're not that far off he does have a pretty good trench coat but besides that Ooh. he looks like a white dude all right all right, some white dude with a trench coat. That's actually a lot of '80s characters. So, um, like, imagine, like, imagine, like, if Constantine didn't have like super blonde hair. All right, <laughs> so he's slightly less blonde, Constantine, and I can't imagine why he never got his own book. <laughs> so, uh, does this this does this uh, does this Hannibal King have any uh, powers? All right, he's a white guy. I was gonna say Hannibal King. Yes, magic. He's a he. He knows magic. I'm gonna say he's he's imbibed with the power of magic. Yeah, looks that's like a white John dude. Constantine, <laughs> <laughs> and as an American dude, I think. Well, he might be. He might be British. He might be actually Hannibal King. Yeah, very very much so. Well, he's not. He's not British. Okay, <laughs> but, but his guess what his real name is. Uh, Hannibal, uh, Fred Durst. No, no, no I had no idea. <laughs> it's Hannibal King. Uh, uh so, so he's a private uh, investigator. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which that looks like a private investigator. Yep. And guess what? Guess what his identity is? Uh, he is a, um, by day. He's uh works at Burger King as shift manager, and at night he's a private investigator who solves uh, magical mysteries. No, because it's a way more wonderful sentence than that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. ooh, ooh, the general right. population of Earth is unaware that King was once a vampire. <laughs> <gasps> once a vampire. Oh, general population. So that means there is some part of the population that knows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a small population. It's just like that Hannibal King used to be a vampire. Hey, hey, remember that Hannibal King? Remember when he was a vampire? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Whatever happened to him? Hey, he's a private investigator. No, oh. okay. <laughs> yeah, well, he first showed up in Tomb of Dracula number twenty-five in October nineteen seventy-four. Okay. The night of the the night of the Bloodstalker. Bloodstalker. Yes. But- so, um. So he's he's a former vampire that he hunt down vampires now. Is that his deal? Is it kind of a uh, blade thing? Okay, okay, okay. He totally okay. does no blade though. Oh, 
Cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, he used to be a partner in King, Drake, and Blade, a private investigation firm. <laughs> that only hired people with really cool names. <laughs> and that used to either used to be vampires or was vampires. King, Drake, and Blade. King Drake Blade would be a great name. Also. <laughs> that was the name of my D and D character uh, back in eighth grade. King Drake Blade. Uh, only the edgiest of children could be in that group. <laughs> um, so he is a private investigator, making a meager living, and waiting for a case that would uh, that waiting for a case that would make his reputation. When he was killed by a vampire named Deacon Frost. Deacon Frost! I know him from movies. Yeah. Uh, the cor- uh, King's corpse laid in a morgue for three days, and he rose as a vampire. Horrified that he's became... Uh, horrified. The strong-willed king refused to give in to his vampiric cor- curse. Mm. Although man. he now needed to take blood from others to survive, he never drained blood from anyone. How did he survive? Well, he would buy supplies of blood and, if necessary, still supplies of blood. So somebody drained somebody for him. Or or he drained blood from corpses. This is what I like about vampires. <laughs> they they take out the middleman. They just get the blood themselves, and uh, they don't need to worry about it. I think you I think you skipped over the last part. He even drained blood from corpses he found. Oh, that's just sad. Oh, all the <laughs> yeah. other vampires must have made fun of him. Which, which really, which really... Not that far from just killing someone to take yeah. blood. Yeah, yeah. What was he doing? Just trolling around town, like, waiting for someone to die. The only, the <laughs> only difference. The only real difference is you didn't kill the person. They lost that last spark of life. <laughs> oh, that's but the only that? The blood. The blood's all cold by then. Like I just can't imagine that it's as good as a. Uh, it's a nice fresh kill for a vampire. That's got to be pretty sad. Oh, uh, he also preferred not to use his vampire powers. Uh, believing okay, that's just dumb. Doing, yeah, Why believing would so would giving uh, would be giving into the curse. He also <sighs> work continue work as a private investigator, but now he could only do it at night. At night. <laughs> so his meager living got even more meager. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> um, he spent nearly five years as a vampire. <laughs> I mean, everyone does, right? It's like that. It's like when you go through like the goth or emo phase that that yeah, people or, go through, or go to that vampire academy I hear so much about. You know, five years, you're in, you're out, you've got your degree. Yeah. During this time, he clashed with the vampire lord Dracula, who whom he refused to acknowledge as his master, and uh, he eventually joined for forces with the vampire hunter Blade, and they tracked down and destroyed Deacon Frost. Nice. Um, at first, Blade distrusted King, but then they worked together and they had a friendship. It's almost as if, it's almost as if he was a, like, part of the group, enemy group for Blade, but then he worked with him and became friends. Yeah. They're buddies Because now. that's, that's what you, that's what, that's like, it's like what, it's like when a racist learns that being racist, being racist is bad. <laughs> it's just like, oh, Oh, I just need to become friends. Yeah, that's the only way that they'll ever learn is if they become friends with somebody. It's a word the person saved his life. Blade must have saved his life at some point. Must have. Huh. Uh, he investigated the death of a friend, Douglas Royce, 
who turned out to be connected with Dracula and the Darkholders, a cult of mystics who mm. were ser- who were then serving the Vampire Lord. Dracula, um, got it. Yeah, yeah. And then Kane contacted the Earth Earth Sorcerer Supreme, Doctor Strange, Ooh. that um, and then they battled Dracula and the Darkholders together. Uh, Sounds reasonable. Yeah, and then um, he summons uh, Blake and Frank Drake. Another vampire hunter to also help fight. Uh, Not strange. Had planned to use. Uh, it pl- strange had a plan to to use the complete uh, Montesti for Montesti formula, a spell within the ancient book of magic called the Dark Hole, to destroy all of Earth's vampires forever. How'd that work out for him? Well, for a while, all the vampires on Earth were destroyed. Yeah, well, then that worked out pretty well for him. <laughs> Go Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so he cast it with, and King was just like, and, and sorry, and, uh, and Hannibal was just like, yo, I'm not a vampire anymore because Doctor Strange is like super good at magic. All right. Doctor Strange. So Doctor Strange did something useful for once. Good for him. Nice. Don't. It's my my wonderful, my wonderful, sweet white privilege boy, Doctor Strange. Listen, is, was wonderful. I will give him the cool cape. Cape's awesome. Can't say anything bad about the cape. But Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange puts don't, me to sleep. Don't you t- don't you don't you talk bad about my boy? <laughs> he, he's my. I, he's I my, heard that Doctor Strange is one bad mother. He he's my, he's a wonderful he's a wonderful boy and I love him. He's sweet. He's white privilege personified, but he has a good heart. <laughs> he's 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 so great. He teaches all those those dirty infidels how to actually use magic. You know, he comes in and does it better than all of them. He is the white man personified. <laughs> yes, but he's also such a sweet boy, and he's so much better now. Because technically, in the magic, technically in the Marvel universe at this point, currently. Most of the magic was like literally destroyed. Huh? And, um. <laughs> so he's going back to being a doctor? Is <laughs> he a pediatrician? Well, he still, he still has, he still has bad, he still has bad hands. Uh, oh. no, they use like, um, they're using like magical artifacts and stuff, but ah. it's interesting what he's doing now. Hmm. It's interesting. And also, Jason Aaron's take on him is, I think, the way better take than, than a lot of the. That would. Takes. That would make sense. I mean, he's Jason yeah. Aaron's pretty good, but pretty Jason, good track record on that guy. Yeah, Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron. Uh, I like Jason Aaron's version of him. He is still white privilege personified, <laughs> but like it's in a like a, but it's in like a. Yeah, I know everything sucks. I know we suck, and it's partly partly my reason. I mean, the reason I'm partly the reason why. Yeah, I kind of screwed up the whole magic thing. Sorry, guys. I'll do what I can. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that there was an anti magic. Uh, dimension that tried to destroy all of the magic across the multiverse and I'm sorry <laughs> that I dug into the largest vein of magic to become a giant magical golem for only for all that magic to be destroyed in like one panel. I'm sorry guys <laughs> I was trying to protect you <laughs> oh, Doctor Strange you, you but, you just... but I mean, to be fair, to be fair it would have been destroyed anyway. It just, yeah. there was just a really cool splash page of him like like literally tapping into like Basically, the last giant reserve for ma- like magic on the in the world, and becoming a gigantic magic golem, and <laughs> trying, just trying, 
trying his hardest. That's kind of... And, I'll give but, him that. But the anti-magic was too strong. Of course. And so it ended up destroying all the magic. Except for the magical artifacts. Yeah. No, and so now he's got to go Indiana Jones style, find all the artifacts, use them to yep. fight guys. I like that. That works. Literally. No, literally. That's what he does. Yeah. I like <laughs> yeah. it. No. It seems, yeah. I'm, I'm into it's this. Great. I'm going to go... Yeah, read, read Jason Aaron's... Read read his run. It's super good. I'm going right there. I gotta. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm reading like Planet Hulk for the tenth time. I gotta read. Some, gotta find something new. So uh, well, stop, that works stop for me. Reading, stop reading one of the best uh, storylines to exist in the last like twenty thirty years. I know. I can't stop over it's, and over uh, again. I just go back stop, to it. Like when I'm sitting stop, around, like I can't figure out what to read. Stop literally reading one of the, I would honestly say, one of the better modern comic oh. stories to exist. Absolutely. That is, like, <laughs> I love that. I love my Planet Hulk. I well, love I'm it. Planet Hulk, too. Uh, but, um... So, Hannibal King, let me guess. He's, uh... Wait, are we, are we to his uh, stats yet? We're done. No? We're, we're pretty much done. He's so 5'11". Let me, he, he's 5'11"? Oh, under six foot. That's that's in the, in the Marvel Universe. You might as well be Puck. That's, do you, do you uh... Do you want cool. to know what is what his hair and eye situation is? Um, I'm going to go with brown and brown. Yeah, just like most <laughs> of the dudes in the universe. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it's, the excitement holds me back. Oh, Hannibal, Hannibal King. Yeah, as a human, this is a strength. He possessed the normal strength of a man: his size, <laughs> build, physical, th- whatever. He he was a normal he was a normal dude who like worked out on a regular basis. But as a vampire, uh. his strength rivaled that of Dracula's, and, and he could lift nearly 2,000 pounds. Incredibly weak <laughs> compared to almost anyone who has super strength. Uh, that's, that's yeah, pretty much. 2,000 pounds is like nothing. The Hulk is like, what, 100,000 pounds or something insane like that? No, Spider-Man has like 10, like, has like 10,000 on a bad day. Yeah. Basically. No, two thousand is like basically the seven year old of Marvel superheroes. Like, oh yeah, great! You can lift yourself up on the top bunk of your bunk bed. That's that's cute. Oh, that's real cute. Oh, that's real cute. You can almost lift up a car <laughs> on a regular basis. Oh, that's real nice. Oh, oh, you lifted up a car once. Oh, oh, is a Yugo. Okay, yeah, yeah. That that sounds about right. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go <laughs> move an entire mountain now. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to do curls with smart cars now. <laughs> I've got a Fiat to turn into a small cube. Excuse me. Um, he has vampire. He had vampire super uh, superhuman powers, and now he doesn't. And he's an excellent detective. He's also in. And he's also real good at fighting in hand-to-hand combat, just like everyone who exists in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, because you'd be dead in about ten minutes without it, so, you know, what? you gotta give him that. Yeah. yeah plus the trench coat. He's got a trench coat. That's... It's, it's a nice trench coat, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean... It had, like, the 70s, like, 70s super wide lapel as well. Oh, I love that. I love that. I, I like it a lot. That's a good look. So, so um, Hannibal King. Let's give him a new job. He's right. just a normal dude. You know what? Manage uh, uh like a middle management at like a Staples. Oh yeah, that's, that's a suit job. I could see that. I could see that. And I mean, and people ask about, hey, where'd you work before? And it's like I was a private investigator. Oh yeah, before that, I was a vampire for five years. Oh, 
What's do, yeah. you, do you have a uh, eight by uh, eight and a half by eleven paper in uh, pink? Thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, because there's, I don't. I guess he's a private investigator. But guess what? They are better private investigators. I could almost guarantee you. <laughs> and in the Marvel <laughs> universe, there are definitely ones that can lift a lot more than two thousand pounds. So. Uh, yeah, they, and no, formally for five years. <laughs> right, right. Now he's like, oh, he's got the power of a man, man, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he has the power of a man who has access to a gym membership. <laughs> <laughs> Planet Fitness Man. <laughs> What's that? It's ten dollars a month and no contract. <laughs> I will save you from the evil contracts. <laughs> so, um, he, uh, yep. He's, uh, I mean, he even, like, really, all you need to do is just take off his jacket and he can't just be middle management at Staples. That's true. He's got a tie. He's, uh, kind of loosened up a little bit. He could do that. He could, uh, he could be, you put a little flair on him. He could easily be host at, uh, TGI Fridays. You know, yeah. he's got, the guy's got career opportunities. He's, he's got a lot of life experience. He may not have your fancy schooling. But uh, he's got a life, a lot of life experience. Oh, and you got an, and like for real. I mean, you know, he got some play in the '90s when Blade, when uh, the Marvel Knights thing was popular. Oh yeah, he had to be in that. Yeah, I mean that that was the, there. The first there was uh, let's see, Marvel Knights. Before that, what were they? The the darkness, uh, dark Starkers. Yeah, dark Night Stalkers. Yeah, whatever. And and he was probably teaming up with like Ghost Rider. Like he probably had some hot action in the nineties. Like he probably had some well, cool. Was doing some cool stuff. Well, he um he he only appeared in uh, one hundred ten episodes. I mean issues. Uh, most of those being related to. Most of those being related to the Marvel Knights people, like. Blade and Ghost Rider and hmm. uh, and what and anything dealing with Dracula. Yeah. Um, he was in Spider Man briefly. Apparently, he also appeared in um, Civil War for a brief second, but who didn't? <laughs> uh, That's sad. Yeah, I was in half a panel of Civil War. <laughs> That's that's yeah. that's pretty much nobody. I'm sorry, Hannibal King. I'm sure you're awesome, and I'm sure you've got like fans that dress up as you, or and everyone asks them, "Oh, are you John Constantine?" But oh, um, oh, wait, you're dressed oh, up as a uh, Cass Cass from uh, from <laughs> from Preacher, from Supernatural. Oh no, from Supernatural. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You know, that's who he goes to conventions as because he doesn't have to change clothes. If- Everyone, everyone always thinks it's like, oh, it's a white dude in a tie yeah. and, and just normal, normal, normal ass white dude stuff and wearing a trench coat. He's he's, he's Cass or he's uh, John Constantine. Yeah, he's pretty much full time cosplayer, <laughs> part time <laughs> detective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Apparently, lives in con- uh, San Francisco now and does some PI work. So. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool dude, rad. All right, Animal King, you uh, you you almost redeemed yourself, and then you moved to San Francisco. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just do the thing that everyone in the Marvel universe that used to live in New York does. Yeah, do to San Francisco for yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the X Men. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think we are done. Yeah, yeah. Animal oh. King, we can put the nail in his coffin. Yeah, I think we're yeah. done. S- speaking of coffins, we have. 
we're going to have a big one ready for us soon in the next one. And by that, I mean, it has nothing to do with someone being dead. So, um, <laughs> uh, what, what's your thing? My thing is, uh, the interrupted tales podcast. Um, you can find us at interruptedtales.com or on Instagram at interrupted tales. And, uh, we uh, take old stories and we add new jokes and, uh, have a lot of fun. So check it out. Okay, uh, so listen to my other podcast called Creepy Critters. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful world of creepy critters where we talk about things like the Trapardero and Jersey Devil and uh, Akokumari and uh, a really sad, really sad, ugly creature that cries, literally cries itself to death if you ever look at it. Aww. Yeah. You know, it's just the tale of most people's teenage lives. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, listen to that one. And, uh, yeah, so if there isn't anything else, uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, this has been Alphabet Flight. And please, and please, if you, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, you know, pour one out for your homie Conchu. You know, he's he's been he's been working real hard lately. You know, protecting protecting all you night travelers. So, you know, maybe maybe let him have a day off and get out there and punch some bad guys. Just being the best conchu he can be. Bye. Bye.